live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. It's the border, because they're more important than going on. They're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. Does the White House stand by those comments that the border is secure? What we stand by is that we are doing everything that we can. We know, we know the president's never been down to the border. He's been there. He's been to the border. Uh, and since he took office... When, when did he go to the border? gentlemen that currently is our southern border of these great united states of america from sea to shining sea that's what we've got going on on our southern border right now the largest one day 24 hour uh period of invasion that we have ever seen and i believe that was all in el paso the el paso region and my question is And I understand that the resources of the state of Texas are very limited when it comes to declaring the southern border an invasion and actually putting manpower on the border. And especially when you've got the federal government as your biggest foe in trying to secure that border with them guiding busloads of illegal aliens to places where there is the least amount of resources to stop them from coming in. And ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you from personal relationships and experience 
that they are ramping this up more now than ever because they know that the possibility of them losing power in every way, shape, or form for the rest of their lives, by the way, not just for the cycle, the next cycle, but for the rest of their lives, they know. They know that they're about ready to lose it. So they're ramping it up. And my question is, and it's the same question that Ben Berkwam asks, although it's kind of a rhetorical question because all of us know the answer to this. But my question is, who is paying to bus thousands and thousands of illegals, not only through Mexico, but to the points of entry where they know they're going to get them in? Who's paying for that? I mean, it's an obvious rhetorical question. But you should ask all the naysayers who's paying for that. And it is about time that people like Fox News got on this. I'm going to show you a clip from Fox News. Notice how long it's been since we've been reporting on this. Ben Berkwam has been reporting on this. Let's go to this clip right now. And again, it is about time, but it's a little too late for people like Fox News and the rest of these has-been losers out there that are just one, a day late and a dollar short. There. It was bust in. Take a look at this video our team shot yesterday in Ciudad Juarez, watching as 20 of these migrant buses received a Mexican police escort and were bussed into Ciudad Juarez, and they were all dropped off at local shelters and NGOs. Well, the migrants didn't stay at those shelters. They immediately walked down to the border, walked to the river, and they crossed illegally in mass. And Eagle, uh, El Paso isn't the only spot getting hammered right now. Eagle Passes as well. Take a look at this video our team shot in Eagle Pass. And Eagle uh, Pass. Just about an hour ago. Ben is always there. In Eagle Pass, another single massive group of up to 500 migrants that crossed illegally. As you can see, almost all of them are single adults. And in just the last couple days there in Eagle Pass, they've had groups of 704 and 650. Absolutely enormous groups there. And it's having an impact on Border Patrol infrastructure. Take a look at this last piece of video. Our drone team in Eagle Pass over the weekend over the Border Patrol tent facility there where they process these migrants. Exposed it's got a capacity two weeks of a ago. thousand people. Well, as you can see, the overflow already started over the weekend with lines of migrants waiting outside to get inside. Border Patrol vans full of migrants unable to unload because there wasn't space inside. So Border Patrol getting overwhelmed right now in at least two uh, sectors here in Texas. And back out here live, keep in mind, Title 42 set to drop nine days from now. You just saw the situation at the border right now with Title 42 in place. All of our Border Patrol sources are telling us when Title 42 drops, it is going to get significantly worse. And we have been trying to blow the whistle on this for how many years here at LFA? How long? How long is, has, has we, have we been working right alongside Ben Berkwam, right alongside all these people that are down there at the border, you know, Anthony and so many others, Will, so many people have been doing this for years, for years and years and years. And my biggest problem with this, my single biggest problem with, with this outside the fact that our federal government is allowing it to not, no, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, not allowing this to happen, literally orchestrating this and paying this with your money to happen to purge the United States of America and change it fundamentally with the fundamental hope and change. Anybody remember that? That was the plan the entire time. My biggest problem outside of that is that the Republican Party could stop this today. They could stop this right now. If they really wanted to, they could go nuclear 
And I'm not talking about nuclear weapons. I'm talking about the nuclear way of doing things in Congress. They could stop it all now, but they choose not to. They just choose to nilly-willy go about their day and pass defense bills and argue over little things and say, well, you get this and we get that. They could stop it all right now. The January 6th prisoners could all be out right now. This could all be done within a day. And it will be done within a day when MAGA comes home. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded on LFA TV live from America. Thank you very much for being here tonight. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Brought to you, as always, from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. And it's a blessing to be here with you guys. I really, really do appreciate it. But nothing in this world infuriates me like what the Marxists are trying to do this country. And the people that are supposed to be our front line of defense, you know, elected Republican officials, do absolutely nothing. Ever, never, always, nothing. So weak, so ineffective. So weak and ineffective. Meanwhile, you see them jumping all on these news stations every day. Well, he said this, and she said this, and the Republicans this, and the Democrats this. How about uh, we the people? Can we ever hear you guys talk about we the people? We the people? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to... um, I do want to address something real quick. There's a lot of people that are watching on Android that have been saying that they cannot like the video... Every time they do, that there is a problem and the video can't be liked. That's why we're not seeing the three, 4,000 rumbles. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Rumble support said today uh, to people that were actually, if you have a problem, by the way, with Rumble and you can't get your account back or whatever, and we're too slow to help make it happen, just send an email to support at rumble.com. That is support. Please put this in the email or in the uh, thread, everybody. Support at rumble.com. If for any reason you're having a hard time with your Rumble account, reach out to them directly. They will get back to you. They will help you, okay? And uh, the, the report on the fact that you can't like is, is an Android problem, and it's a bug that they're addressing soon. That's what we got. It's an Android issue, and it's a bug that they are addressing soon. Meanwhile, for all those people watching on Apple uh, or, or uh, iPhone, for all those people watching on desktop or on laptop, please rumble the video, like it, share it, get it out there. And I'd like to go ahead and thank the following people because I got a lot of mail today, and I called some people back today. It was really nice talking to some of you on the phone. Susan Scalcioni, thank you very much for sending the monthly donation in the mail. Very much appreciated. Gene Bagnell-Thomas, thank you for the Christmas gifts. The blueberry pancake mix and the uh, be- the birthday cake pancake mix from Terrence uh, Williams, the... Um, the uh, What's the name of his pancake? Eli, what's the name of his pancakes again? Cousin Tees. The Cousin Tees. I've been wanting to order that for so long. And I wanted to like I wanted to get it first and try it. And then if I liked it, I was going to uh, order a bunch for my friends and family. And uh, lo and behold, it came in the mail. We got some Cousin Tees in the mail. So I cannot wait to try them. Uh, thank you for that. And thank you for these amazing, check these out, folks, these Trump coins. And uh, it says Ten Commandments on one side, has Jesus on the other, and then this one with Trump on one side and the $100 bill on the other. Thank you very much for those. Lee and Pam Horn, thank you for the Christmas cards. God bless you. Lawrence and Linda Mitchell, God bless you. They said, been watching since the backyard days, sent a wonderful Christmas card and a donation. Angie Gamboa, God bless you. Thank you for the Christmas card. Susan uh, Asiari, thank you for the donation and the card. 
Regis Davis, God bless you. By the way, it's Regis's birthday today, so we want to sing happy birthday to Regis. And uh, he says that he, he wants to show his wife that the hip-hop patriot does something else other than rap. So, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Regis. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Regis. God bless you, brother. And, of course, Mary D'Agostino. Thank you so very much for everything. The Red Revival blankets are awesome. Mary D'Agostino is awesome. And uh, we just love her so very much for everything that she, uh, all her support. She buys, I think, more than anybody in the world from our store. And with such a small margin that we make on stuff here at the store, having to buy it all first and then, you know, resell it and ship it out. We very much appreciate that. Very much. All right. Let us, ladies and gentlemen, get to the Lord right now. Put my book over here, and I absolutely need this book. Um, as we're 14 minutes past the hour, let's get to the Lord right now. And by the way, if you are missing the morning Rise Up shows, and uh, I know it's early for some people, but if it is too early, I highly suggest if you get some time in the evening, you go back and watch those shows. It's a very different side of, uh, of me that you're going to see, number one, and it's a very different show than Live from America, and probably far more beneficial than live from America, if you look at the, in the, in the, in the hole. All right? Okay, um, let's get to it. December 12th, year of our Lord, 2022. I am your ultimate dwelling place, and I am preparing a way for you in heaven. I am also continually with you here on earth. Though you cannot see me, the reality is that I am your home, both now on earth and forevermore in paradise. Amazing, 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 amazing. Uh, Psalm 91.2 says, Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born or you brought forth the earth and the world for everlasting to everlasting, you are God. And from Psalm 23.6, surely, surely or only goodness, mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life and through the length of my days, the house of the Lord and his presence shall be my dwelling place. And before you turn out the light tonight, come home to me, and I will make you more at home in your surroundings, wherever you are. I want to just focus real quick on there where he says, come home to me. Now, we talked, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we talked um, today in length this morning about God knowing you before you were formed in your womb, God knowing every hair on your head, and God knowing you more than you know yourself. And how that right there tells you everything you need to know about any point uh, of aborting a baby is a sin against God. At any point, at any point is it wrong. But that right there, when he says, come home to me, we talked this morning, the, uh, this morning about how you were handpicked from heaven. Your soul was handpicked from heaven and given an earthly body and given an opportunity to live here on earth, not by accident and not as an experiment on purpose for you to do something. So remember that as we go to the Lord and say the Lord's Prayer right now, and you share this video like you never have before. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever and ever and ever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, 
So, ladies and gentlemen, we're trying to have a historic day here with rumbles, uh, meaning that we're trying to have more rumbles than we've ever had before in a single day as a team. So, if you will do me the favor, I want to just go to something real quick here and do a side-by-side. If you go to LFA TV right now, okay, if you even just go there right now, right back to our page, and go and scroll down and like every single show that was on today, Wrong Think, Unafraid, My Morning Show, Loud Majority, and then, of course, Rise Up. If you guys go all there, click right now, and rumble all those videos, Literally, ladies and gentlemen, we can have the biggest historic day we've ever had at Rumble. It's that simple. We could literally take over the top 10 if every video had the same amount of Rumbles as my videos. So if you could do that for me, I would very much appreciate it. Lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of Rise Up Coffee right here together. Here we go. Mm -mm -mm. I love it. And ladies and gentlemen, I'll also ask you to keep Sean Fintech's wife in your prayers. She um, just had surgery and um, doing well, but just continue to please pray for Sean Fintech's wife, okay? All right, here we go. First and foremost section, let's break into it like it's our job because it actually is. Maricopa County kept, get this ladies and gentlemen, it's going to blow your mind. Maricopa County kept a GOP heat map expected uh, of expected voters hanging on their wall and then of that heat map of expected voters that they had hanging on their walls that they kept track of throughout the throughout the last couple years 84% of the voting centers that are represented in that area in the demographic or the uh, the, the geographical uh, spot that this heat map was focused on 84% of the voting centers uh, had machine problems in those heat-mapped areas on election day, ladies and gentlemen, on elected day. And they were all deep red districts. How about that? Do we have a picture of this? Do we have a side-by-side we can bring up? Thank you very much to Jim Hoft for this picture. God bless him. There it is right there. There's a heat map, ladies and gentlemen, an, abs- an actual heat map of deep red spots so that they knew the, likely, uh, the, the likelihood of the voters there. They knew they were deep red areas. They knew where they were going to go. They knew that they were going to vote. And 84% of the machine problems on that day happened in those affected areas. That is why we are going to get into Carrie Lake's uh, lawsuit a little bit better tonight than we did on this morning show. And this is part of that. This is part of that. But Maricopa County Tabulation and Election Centers run by... Um, Carrie Lake hating operative Stephen Richer, if you know that loser, uh, kept a GOP heat map on his wall prior to the 2020 election. The dark red areas um, of Republican voters just happened to include the voting centers where the tabulators and printers were not working on election day. Isn't it great when all this comes out? Now, I know there's going to be a slew of people that go, and what will be done about it? Nothing will be done about it. Guess what's being done about it? We're knowing it. That's knowledge. Knowledge is power. And knowledge is the first step in in order to make sure that you take another step. And we've got to have all this stuff. But the fact that it's coming out is incredible. Check out these numbers, ladies and gentlemen. The The voter centers without working machines, 59 of them were in solid red districts. Two of them were in red leaning districts. Four of them were in blue leaning districts. And five of them were in solid blue districts. Why would you, even if it's all on purpose and it's all orchestrated, 
Why on earth would you even have them in any blue districts? Well, because they've got to make it look real. If you've got a 59 to 5 ratio, folks, that is on purpose. That is mathematically impossible. 17 of the 20, 84% voting centers with machine problems were in deep red districts. 17 of 20. Again, mathematically impossible for it to be that skewed, that much of a difference. Okay? Now, the MCTEC did not, I repeat, did not have similar Democrat heat map hanging on their wall. And for the record, Stephen Richer launched that 2021 PAC to take down Republican MAGA candidates, including Kerry Lake, and literally worked that. How is that? I'll tell you what. If Katie Hobbs, being the Secretary of State who oversees all of the elections, is overseeing her general election to be the governor, and Stephen Richer is the recorder in Maricopa County, arguably the most important person there, the most important job, I should say, in the supervisory role, okay? And both of them are working the election while actively trying to get rid of Carrie Lake. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't think that we're going to find all this malfeasance out? And like I said, the difference between today and 2020 is everything that we tried to do prior to the certification, okay? Prior to the certification, Now, if this red map that we have can be 100% confirmed that it was there with the intent, because it's all about intent, right? Why else would you have this map? The map? You have the map. The map coincides perfectly with all of the affected areas. Now we have to show the intent. Well, the intent shouldn't be that hard. Just look at the guy's role in the super PAC. Look at the guy's tweets on Twitter. I mean, it's not that hard to figure out, folks. But again, they make it very hard to sue somebody in court because you have to prove intent. But that's the case, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's going on. There's where we are. And again, tonight we will dive deeper into the Cary Lake lawsuit with 10 very, very strong historic points uh, that we really want to focus on with this lawsuit, okay? Um, I also want to thank, um, what is it, AWK, the large... Uh, the, the colonel, they call him or the lieutenant, I guess. I'm scar- sorry, not the, lu- the, the lieutenant. The lieutenant, not the colonel uh, at AWK. Uh, he's got a huge page here on Rumble, and he's been showcasing stuff here on LFA TV for a while now, or the, he did the other day for sure. And uh, I just want to give a big shout-out to, to those people over there in that team. Okay, Twitter files number five was dropped in between the two shows today, and we're going to get down, and we're going to break those down right now, and basically what it's going to entail is everything surrounding the day that Donald Trump was permanently banned from Twitter, even though the trust and safety teams there privately concluded that he never violated any policies, but if you go back and watch the morning show, you'll know that they created special policies in order to ban Donald J. Trump for life, okay? But this Twitter dump, file number five, is really surrounding the day that he was uh, suspended from everything, or I should say banned from everything, okay? Uh, Barry Weiss put, out, uh, put this out, and number one, on the morning of January 8th, President Trump, with one remaining strike before at risk of permanent suspension from Twitter, tweets twice, 6.46 a.m., quote, the 75 million great American patriots who voted for me, America first, and make America great again, 
will have a giant voice long into the future. They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape, or form. That was a tweet by Donald Trump on 646 a.m. of January 8th. Sounds to me like a pretty good tweet. Sounds to me like the perfect tweet, okay? Nothing wrong with it, and I didn't see anything wrong with it at all. But after January 6th, we talk about that pressure that's growing from Michelle Obama and all of them, okay? Michelle Obama, all of these uh, left-wing hating groups, blah, 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 blah. Um, there was dissenters inside Twitter, obviously. We know about that. Uh, but the voices like the one that appear, uh, you know, the people that were trying to go against it and say we can't do this, have uh, been a distinct minority within the company. Across Slack channels, many Twitter employees were upset that Trump had not been banned earlier. Okay? Quote, we have to do the right thing and ban this account, one major Twitter staffer said. We have to do the right thing and ban this account. It's pretty obvious he's going to try to thread the needle of incitement without violating the rules. This is, these are all emails, ladies and gentlemen. This is all a, a thread of, of conversation. I wouldn't say emails, whatever, whatever platform they were using to go back and forth and talk. But maybe it was WhatsApp, I think. But I don't know. But all of this stuff is existing. And, of course, you know, this is Twitter file number five. In the early afternoon of January 8th, the Washington Post published an open letter signed by over 300 Twitter employees to CEO Jack Dorsey demanding Twitter's ban, quote, we must examine Twitter's complicity in what President-elect Biden has right, uh, rightly termed insurrection. Now, again, they were giving an, a definition to a word that the definition to the word insurrection did not really ever, their definition of insurrection is not a, the actual insurrection, period. Okay, if it was an actual insurrection, you would have seen people showing up there with firearms. All right. And it would have been an absolute war. However, the Twitter staff assigned to evaluate evaluate Trump's tweets concluded that Trump never violated Twitter's policy. Okay, it's pretty clear. He's saying the American patriots are the ones who voted for him and not the terrorists. We can call them that. Right. This is going back and forth. Another Twitter staff agreed. Don't see an incitement angle here. That's because there is no incitement angle. There, is, there wasn't any at all. I'm also not seeing clear or coded incitement in the Donald J. Trump tweet, wrote Annika Navarroli, a Twitter policy official. I'll respond in the elections channel and say that our team has assessed and found no vios, violations for the Donald J. Trump one. Uh, so they tried. There were people inside that tried. There were. Larry says Trump has his own platform. Stay away from Twitter. Well, the problem with that, Larry, is that Twitter being under new management is a very, it's not the same place anymore, okay? It's not the same place. And while I'll never stand up for Twitter, even under an Elon Musk uh, ownership, uh, is because of what, there's still people there that still have ill intent. Okay, and there's still people there that are banning and suspending people that they have no right to. And then Elon has to step in and do what's right. But if you true social will always be an echo chamber. And if you want Donald J. Trump to have a real voice, a voice that transcends the whole world, he's got to utilize the platforms in which he is the largest on. It's that simple. 
I have a feeling that Donald J. Trump will not stay away from Twitter in his 2024 election cycle. I have a feeling he won't do it. It's too big of a platform for, for him. He doesn't have nearly the amount of people to reach on true social. He has to be in the public square. And that is what um, James O'Keefe always says. He says, run into the flames. Well, the flames are Twitter. If, you've, if you want to get the voice out there, if you want to get the message out there, you kind of have to embrace it, especially if you're running for president. You have to at least be on the same level playing field. So you see the conundrum that he's in, right? But I agree, 100%. I agree to stay far away from toxicity. But under new management, it's a different regime. It's a different world. And he's got to play on the same playing field. You know what I mean? Um, Jeremy, you have to get moose call every time you say her manly name. A moose call. Oh, I got you. I got you. Trump should just tweet his true social links for his truths. No, I, uh, that too. That too. That would be another great way to do it. That would be another great way to do it. Cat352 says, I repost LFA on Twitter. Folks, I'm all over Twitter and I'm all over TikTok and I don't utilize them. I don't even, I'm banned from TikTok. I was, my old account was banned from Twitter, but I, you, you have, if there's a platform out there that, reaches millions of people more than others. You have to utilize that as part of your arrows in your quiver, right? To put it in a Nancy Pelosi term, arrows in your quiver. Let me just take a quick sip of coffee here. Please do a round of sharing and a round of rumbling, ladies and gentlemen. Again, we're looking for record rumbles and it really stinks that the Android people can't do it. Melissa Steffi said, when Elon announced they took down a lot of porn accounts, why did a lot of famous people announce they were leaving? Well, because they're going to go to places like 4chan now. And, uh, and, 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 and what's the other one? Routers or whatever? Reuters? I don't know. I don't know what they all are. Blockchain, whatever it is. Who cares? Who cares? But it's true. It's exactly what they did. So, ladies and gentlemen, it goes on and on and on. I don't want to read them all to you, but I have a feeling that we here at LFA TV, our first... Uh, documentary of 2023, we might be doing an entire uh, Twitter file expose documentary that goes through every line item, not only in what they did, but how if, how it affected the, the tentacles of affecting Americans and we the people that it did. Twitter banning Donald Trump from Twitter and doing all of the stuff that they did against conservatives and every other thing like that. Ladies and gentlemen, it had tentacles in COVID, in lockdowns, in destroying people's lives, their accounts, their 401ks, their futures, their savings, schools, public schools, uh, everything. The election, the, the, the fraud, the theft, all of it. It has tentacles everywhere. And it not only interfered in our elections and swayed the elections, but it also stopped people from their lives being saved, right? They would not let doctors get out there and say, whoa, 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 there's homeopathic uh, uh, treatments here for COVID-19. There's ways that we can promote being healthy so that you can fight off this stuff rather than just stick your stuff with vaccines so that pharmaceutical companies can make money. Ladies and gentlemen, the tentacles of this are so much deeper than a social media platform. That is why we're spending so much time on this. Because this goes all the way up to the worst people you could possibly think. And it's through Twitter. And that is why they're trying ever so hard to stop him. But he's the richest man in the world. It's going to be a little bit more difficult than trying to stop Trump. Okay? This man is worth 200 times what Donald J. Trump is worth in as far as financially goes. You don't think that the richest man in the world has power? Of course he does. You don't think he's got teams, security teams, and power in that? Of course he does. And that's why they can't stand it. 
Somebody said, I have Rumble and I have Android and can Rumble. Okay, that's good. That's good. I reach Rumble through Telegram, but I am able to Rumble and share. Okay, that's good. So some people aren't. It's just a bug that's affecting some people. Angel Eye says, I'm listening from work. I need a new car. <laughs> I, God bless you. I hope that happens for you. But thank you for watching, uh, listening from work. I, I appreciate it. Uh, Diane says, just tweeted LFA show. Yay. See, that's amazing. It's, it's great that you guys are all utilizing that platform. And JL Jazz says, we have almost 1,100 rumbles. Go share, like, rumble, hitting one of these. There you go. All right, moving on. Judge Eileen Cannon, who was really instrumental in uh, appointing a special master in the whole Mar-a-Lago case. Well, ladies and gentlemen, she has dismissed Donald Trump's case, challenging the FBI raid and a Mar-a-Lago document seizure. So a lot of weird things happening here. But I do want to say, if we go back to last week, Donald J. Trump got a huge win. The Justice Department had asked an Obama-appointed judge to hold Trump in contempt for his, um, his response to subpoenas uh, for Mar-a-Lago raid, right? And, and, and saying, we want this stuff. Even though we know it doesn't exist, we want it and we want you to hold him in contempt. The judge said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. However, there was another case in which they... Um, I think it was a federal appeals court got rid of Judge Eileen Cannon as a special or as a uh, somebody who can appoint a special master to the case, in which case the special master would be null and void. A lot of weird stuff going on. But I want to get to this specific story. A federal judge on Monday dismissed Trump's case challenging the FBI raid and seizure of the documents at Mar-a-Lago. Judge Eileen Cannon, a Trump appointee, dismissed the case after a federal appeals court recently threw out the special master for Trump's case. Now, remember, the special master that was chosen was okayed by the Department of of Justice. Remember? Remember? And then Judge Eileen Cannon actually appointed him as that. Well, a federal judge said, nope, you can't have that uh, that special master. Hmm, I wonder why. Maybe because he's not pro-Merrick Garden Gnome Garland? Maybe so, but either way, we dig into the bottom of it here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the court blasted Judge Eileen Cannon and said she erred in appointing Raymond Deary as a special master to review documents seized from Mar-a-Lago. Quote, the law is clear, the judge wrote. We cannot write a rule that allows any subject of a search warrant to block government investigations after the execution of the warrant nor can we write a rule that allows only former presidents to do so. Two of the three judges on the panel of the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals were nominated by Trump. And Monday, Judge Eileen Cannon ended this case in a a one-page signed order for lack of jurisdiction. For lack of jurisdiction, and that's it. So basically, they forced her to do this. They forced her to basically dissolve Judge Raymond Deary's role in viewing these documents. Slimy, sleazy people, ladies and gentlemen. Slimy, sleazy people. But we cannot put our hope and trust in people. We cannot put our hope and trust in men. We have to put our hope and trust in God. Things are playing out. We're staying on top of them. We're doing what we can do. We're moving on. All right. First sponsor of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, is we are going to highlight 
one of our the greatest sponsors we've had thus far, and that is Four Patriots. Four Patriots and the Patriot Power Generator. You don't need to rely on electricity, and you don't need to rely on gas. All you need to rely on is God. We just talked about trusting in God. I'm pretty sure the sun is going to come up every single day that Earth exists. And as long as the sun is coming up, you have a generator in which you have power, ladies and gentlemen. So go to 4 dot com slash lfa it'll take you right to a 500 dollars page uh, a 500 dollars off coupon page or if you want to get smaller items for christmas maybe the little patriot sell um chargers to, to charge your cell phones maybe the little the flashlights or anything like that just use the promo code lfa at checkout and you can get 10 percent off awesome company great people great owners definitely shop with them and uh, check out all they have to offer okay All right, another sip of coffee here. Let's show the Rumble Chat while we're having coffee together, shall we? Rumble Chat, Rumble Chat, where are you? There it is. Nope, wrong one. That's the Rumble Chat from this morning. I don't think you guys want to talk to your past selves. If you did, you might be telling yourselves not to do the things that you did today. Maybe that's a good thing. Anyway, Rumble Chat, there it is, folks. Larry Rios says, keep fighting, God wins, amen. Amen, brother. Rumble, 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 says the LFA producer. Who gave us the $50? Who did that? $50 donation by Clee Sully saying, save original organic humans. Amen. We talked about that disgusting human uh, womb farm in Germany. Not good. Not good. We rarely have sun in Pittsburgh, PA, LOL. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, though, isn't it? Um, does it work even if, no, it's very cloudy. Yes, you still get, I mean, obviously you want the sun beating on that bad boy, but yes, it still works. I'm switching all of my 401ks to self-directed gold co. Hey, good for you. Good for you. That is very smart of you to do that for right now. Put it back in a 401k later if you have to, but you're going to lose more than you're going to be penalized taking it out if you leave it in there right now. That is for sure. Nothing is happening to these people, says Victoria. We rumbled when the show started, said Kitten. Well, God bless you. And God bless this beautiful rumble chat. Okay, moving on, folks. Twitter is still suspending people. That's what we were just talking about. Twitter is still suspending people. Heather Mullins, a good friend of mine, a good friend of the show here, she was suspended for talking about the 2,000 Mules movie that her and Dinesh D'Souza and Catherine Engelbrecht and uh, Greg Phillips put together. Let me go to Twitter, um, not Twitter, Instagram right now, because she posted this on her Instagram page. And I want to read to you exactly what she said, Heather Mullins, because she got, and then she got um, Dinesh D'Souza to help her out. I have a feeling that Elon Musk will unblock her soon. But again, folks, Elon Musk is only one man. Even though he's the, he, he runs Twitter, there's still a lot of people working that are bad. Okay. Still a lot of people working that are bad. So, Heather Mullins here, she put this, she put this out this morning. She said, um, she showed the picture. She said, breaking my post about the 2,000 Mules documentary that is based on the incredible work of Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips at True the Vote and features whistleblower interview from myself was just flagged and censored on Twitter and my account was temporarily limited and then she showed you know the the screenshots of being temporarily limited so she reached out to Dinesh D'Souza. she she you know tweeted at him as well and then he's tweeted out 
Evidently, Twitter locked the account of at Talk Mullins for posting a photo with Catherine and Greg and making um, a reference to 2,000 mules. Clearly, the censor's still wielding power and repressing legitimate opinion and debate. I'm afraid Elon Musk's work is just beginning. Amen. It is. And I guarantee you that he is going to rectify this because he's been very good at that. But they not only suspended, um, or I should say scaled back Heather Mullins, they also suspended... Bryson Gray, all of you know, very, very popular Christian MAGA conservative rapper, Bryson Gray. They also did that too, to him today. Or maybe it was this, this weekend, but uh, Gray, who is best known for his smash hit, Let's Go Brandon, announced on True Social, he was permanently suspended from Twitter. Gray uh, was quoted saying, I was just permanently suspended on Twitter without clear explanation so much for free speech. Now, Twitter has yet to explain what triggered Bryson's ban. But a screenshot of Bryson's ban reveals that he was suspended for a hateful content. Of course, you know, saying that you don't like transgenders is hateful content with these Twitter execs that still and these Twitter workers that still exist. I'm telling you, it's got to be a clean, clear house. Elon, you've got I know it's easier said than done, and I know you can't do it all at once. But I think that's what he's going to do. Clean, clear house, start new. And he'll even say it. One thing about Elon is he is a pretty transparent guy. And he'll even say, nothing is going to work until we have a free, uh, transparent place here on Twitter. Now, Shan says, I don't really care about Twitter. Neither do I, to the extent of it being a social platform. But I do care about Twitter's involvement in shaping our culture, shaping our youth, showing pornography to kids, showing people how to um, stop their puberty by puberty blockers, showing people how to mutilate themselves, self-mutilation, being a safe haven for uh, sex sex trafficking and human trafficking and pedophilia and what they've done to this country via the elections. That I do care about. And like Elon Musk said, I didn't buy a social media company. I bought a massive crime, uh, crime network, a massive crime network. And I love Getter and I love Rumble and I love True Social to an extent. They've actually, they've silenced me a couple times, believe it or not. And I love Telegram, but under new management there, things might change. But as of right now, Christians and conservatives and Trump supporters and MAGA people, they're still being Suspended. Now, here's a truth bomb for you, and I want to read this to you from D.C. Drano. Everybody knows Rogan O'Hanley, great guy. Um, He said, let's cut to the chase here. None of these Twitter files that are being dropped include a slam dunk um, evidence for lawsuits yet. He said, Eli is probably withholding the smoking guns, showing the government involvement Because Twitter would face a flood of lawsuits from people targeted by the government with Twitter acting as a joint state actor. He says, how do I know this? Because I already have some of these emails from a Judicial Watch FOIA request and I am in the process of litigation against Twitter right now. There are thousands more. So let's see how truly transparent Elon wants to be. If Elon is a man of his word, the transparency will come in time and it will come when he legally knows that he can do it and that it will have the massive, that it'll have the maximum amount of effect on who it's exposing and also allows him to do it without losing billions and billions of dollars in the process. Okay? 
Victoria says, so nothing is going to happen with this information, just like we all know. I love Victoria's outlook on life. Just kidding, Victoria. I do not love your constant negative outlook on all of this because it is the positive outlook on it that actually breeds action. Negative Negativity and saying nothing is going to happen is going to lead to people just giving up. And that's, can you imagine if George Washington said, the likelihood of us not dying when we cross this river alone, let alone get on the other side and, you know, actually win is zero. So let's just give up. No, 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 we can't have that. Victoria, I love you, but you got to stop doing that. Not only for your sake, but for everybody's sake around you. Because we've gotten a lot further than most of you thought we would in two years by not having that attitude, okay? And every time I see it, I'm going to say it. It's just the way it is. Now, what is the left really worried about? Why is this such a big deal? Why is it such a big deal to people who say, I don't care about Twitter? What the left is really worried about, and I don't even want to say the left, the Marxist, the NWO, the WEF, they use Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as their power. That is their power. It's all their power because it makes the world believe that there's no opposition whatsoever. But ladies and gentlemen, what they're worried about is literally right in front of our eyes. What is scaring the H-E double hockey sticks out of the left about Elon Musk taking over Twitter is obvious. Since Elon Musk made remarks about taking over Twitter, the left has done everything they can other than cut their wrists and literally have a meltdown and go to Canada and commit suicide to try to stop it. Why? Well, None of us really know how this is going to end or whether Elon Musk will continue to be the beacon of truth at Twitter and to really stand behind everything he said he's going to do. But we do know one thing, and that is the right people are panicking. The right people are panicking. So if the right people are panicking and having meltdowns and leaving Twitter, why is this so? One conservative writer shared that it's because those in the mainstream media fear that their history on Twitter will come back to bite them, similar to the way they manufactured stuff to come back and bite every one of us. Forget about banning Donald Trump, which has been covered more than the JFK assassination. The real issue here is how many people with a job to report the news were busy behind the scenes trying to silence Americans, high profile or not. That is against the law. That is against the Constitution, and that will ring forever with lawsuits. Okay? Jeremy, we've all been positive for so long, so you have to understand how everyone feels. I really don't. I really don't. Not at all. I do not understand how anybody feels when it comes to the fact of nothing is going to happen. Because if that was the case, then tell me how everything has happened in the last two years. How do we just take the House of Representatives? How do we do that? How do we do that? How do we get back to a point where MAGA was so big and so powerful that we literally started draining the swamp from the ground up and all these states to the point where they were calling us domestic violent extremists and they're doing everything they can to stop it how did we overturn roe v wade how is donald trump running for president again now with more power than ever how have we been able to expose the left to the point where now prominent democrats are walking away from the democratic party because they know it's going to happen i don't see it i see the fruits of our labor i don't see the fruits that have not come yet so i'm sorry that i highly disagree with all of that it's not just negative it's actually wrong too It's actually factually not right. It's not right to say nothing will happen. Look at all that has happened. Look at how we built an alternative universe so that we could even operate right now. I was banned from every social media company on planet Earth 
not two years ago, I was banned from everywhere. And I was even banned from places like Teespring and Spotify podcasts. But yet here we are today, winning. How is that possible? Because we are doing good things and we are seeing positive results of the things that we're doing and we are getting good news and we are winning every day. I just don't see it that way. So I'm not saying that it's you don't have the right to express that opinion because that's a feeling, but it is factually wrong. Just saying, it is. So what has got the left so worried is the fact that their house of cards that they built for decades not only is about to crumble because they don't have the propaganda machines anymore. The propaganda machines are pretty much all gone. Do you think anybody even cares about Facebook anymore? Does anybody even care about Facebook anymore? Does anybody even talk about it anymore? It's a thing of the past. They've lost three quarters of a trillion dollars. CNN is pretty much nothing anymore. Twitter is definitely not what it used to be. So, I mean, we're in such a different world, and what they really fear is their past, their former tweets, and all the involvement they had in with the, all these groups that we're exposing as, like, terrible, terrible groups and terrible people to the independence of this country and to the people that just didn't know what was going on. Majority of this com- country think Donald Trump instigated an insurrection. That couldn't be further from the truth. It couldn't be further from the truth. But a majority of the country thinks it's true. Do you see what we're up against here? The, the David and Goliath mon- monster that we're up against here. But the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And guess what? They just got kneecapped. And they're on their way down. That's where we are. That's where we are. That's what they're afraid of. And remember, Barack Hussein Obama started all of this. Barack Hussein Obama, with the help of uniparty rhinos, before we even called them rhinos, they passed that law. To make it legal for the government to propagandize all of the news to the American people. That was such a big story at the time, but nobody was really talking about it. And I don't get it. I just don't get it. Barack Obama put in place many laws that changed the United States of America for the worse and fundamentally changed us at our core. And if he couldn't change the law, he just did it anyways. Barack Obama changed America during his time in office in ways that were intended to destroy this great country, and we are seeing the after effects of that earthquake today. When he couldn't legally change things, he just did it with EO anyway, and forced and, and governments just government agencies just bowed to, to uh, Barack Hussein Obama. Opening up the U.S. border was an example of this. But back in 2013, Barack Hussein Obama, if you remember, changed the law that made it legal to propagandize news to Americans. He was able to do this with the help of GOP rhinos. Okay? I don't know if anybody remembers this, but it happened. And he did it through House uh, Resolution 5736, Smith-Munt Modernization Act of 2012. This insane and idiotic piece of legislation was backed by GOP members in the House and the Senate. Representative Mac Thornberry from Texas helped sponsor the bill, and he was from one of the most conservative districts in the country. You want to know how deep this goes? That's why when I see the wins, I don't see the losses because I know how deep this goes. This has been going on for so darn long, for so long. So what we're up against is so monumental. I I just see it differently. And I do apologize to those. I'm not trying to say your opinion doesn't matter. I'm just saying you are letting um, non-factual stuff 
like false news, fake news, literally skew the way you're thinking and the way you're perceiving what's going on. Because most people just want to see handcuffs, bars, Guantanamo Bay, or nothing. And it's not that, it's not that simple. It's far more complicated than that. Far more complicated. It is also true in 2013 that Obama signed into law, like I said, the Modernization Act 5736, making it legal for government-produced media, such as was broadcast overseas by Voice of America Radio, uh, Free Europe, and other outlets through the Cold War, to be directed towards U.S. citizens themselves. Needless to say, such government-penned narratives spin the news so as to reflect favorably upon the United States. To understand the sheer power of Smith Munst a Munt Modernization Act, it suffices to do a quick Google of the name of this piece of legislation to see how it was has generated a logical quandary uh, befitting of Orwell's 1984, uh, which we talk about all the time. For if it is true that the American people are being propagandized by the U.S. government through its control of the major media outlets and tech giants, then any assertion to that effect will be countered and ultimately defeated by yet more government propaganda. Obama put this into place, so this was completely legal for them to do to us. And of course, Section 230 completely shields big tech media or anybody from being able to sue them for anything, similar to the way they do and shield for pharmaceutical companies. This war that you and I are in will never end, and we will never be 100% satisfied. I need everybody to understand that now. You will never say, I am happy with the way it all turned out. I'm completely satisfied. It will never be so. As long as there's evil waiting around the corner to devour you like a hungry lion, it will never be so. But what you can do is do what God put you on this earth to do to make a better place as much as you can for your children and your grandchildren. That's all we can do here. None of us have capes on and none of us can save the world. But we've done more in two years than I ever thought we would do. I got to be honest. Done more in two years than I ever thought we would do. Although I did think that the judicial system was going to work out in our favor when it came to this crap with the election of 2020. And it did not. And it did not. So... I want to go to the chat real quick because I know people are probably really fired up. I know there's a lot of people that are mad for disagreeing with the whole, uh, you know, nothing will ever happen uh, narrative. But I, I have to say that because I'm just being real. And I would say the same thing to anybody who said it right to my face, not just because we're on this, you know, digital platform. Um, it can be changed, though, right? Yes, it can, Larry. 100% can be changed. Definitely can. God never fails in his time, says Shelley Rose. I will only completely satisfied when I go home to God. Best statement of the evening. Prayer is our weapon. Halloween says, love you guys. Chin up one more year of this BS, January 2024. We get a new president. Amen. Amen. So is Mike Obama running in 2024? There's no way. There's no way that Michael Obama is running in 2024. Victoria, Jeremy, not mad at you, my friend. I'm just being real, too. You know me. I pull no punches either. And that's why I love you, Victoria. You know how many times we've had spats here and we still love each other and move forward? Because we want the same thing. We want the same thing. And I will never be fake. Never be fake. Suzanne, El Paso used to be an old cowboy town. I feel bad for you. Yeah, El Paso's bad right now, folks. 
And then Bobby Neal says, it's okay to be hurt over the mess of our country. We need to stand up. Exactly right. Like I said, you're not wrong for feel. I mean, you're not wrong for feeling that way, but you focused on things that were not factually true to get you there. So you see what I'm saying? It's kind of like you fell trapped to it. And we got to look, we got to look at the glass half full if we're going to have a fighting chance. We have to. We have to, we have to. All right, we're going to run a little late tonight, uh, folks, but I do want to go and uh, talk about Home Title Lock, HomeTitleLock.com. Look, they're trying to take everything else in our lives. You know what I mean? And in any moment, you could be that person, well, I thought it wasn't going to happen to me, and all of a sudden you start getting these bills show up in the mail because somebody took out a loan on the $80,000 of equity that you had in your house that you put over the last 20 years, and all of a sudden, boom, you're screwed. And I've said it time and time and time and time again. Your home is more than four walls and a roof. It is everywhere that your memories were always, uh, you, you grew up there with memories. Your children grew up there with memories. You will never get those memories back if that house is gone. And it can be gone in 10 minutes. So ladies and gentlemen, do not let that happen to yourself. At least give Home Title Lock a chance. Call them, see what they have to say. If it's not right for you, it's not right for you, but I can't imagine how it wouldn't be. Give them a call, hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Use the promo code LFA, set up an appointment, and uh, do more to protect yourselves and your family, if you can. If you can. All right. We want to dive deep really quick. There's so much here we're not going to get to, but I want to dive deep into Carrie Lake's lawsuit, okay? Because there's 10 points here that we need to focus on in this lawsuit. And I don't want to get away from that, okay? 10 key takeaway points in Carrie Lake's lawsuit. And by the way, if you want to help in this lawsuit financially in any way, shape, or form, savearizonafund.com. Go to save. ArizonaFund.com. Anybody in the comment section could put that in there. I would appreciate it. SaveArizonaFund.com. That's where you can go and uh, help out financially. Okay, we're going to go through 10 key points here. Cyber expert Clay Perik. Machine failures that Arizona... These, this is key points in the lawsuit, okay? Historic lawsuit that's going to crush the left. Machine failures that Arizona voters experienced on election day could not have occurred absent intentional misconduct. Let me say that again. Could not have, uh, could not have occurred absent intentional misconduct. In summary, the errors were the result of deliberate actions and could have been prevented. That is key point number one. Key point number two in Carrie Lake's lawsuit. Between 15,603 and 29,257 Republican voters were disenfranchised. Over 300,000 mail-in ballots had no chain of custody. This is a violation of Arizona state law. Number three, whistleblowers. Tens of thousands of illegal ballots were counted, many with little to no signature verification. This is apparent by the whistleblowers who came out and said this themselves and are willing to testify to that. Uh, Next point, 59% of the 223 voting centers in Maricopa County had printer and tabulator failure on Election Day. Reminder, Election Day voters went from 3 to 1 for Cary Lake. Clear voter disenfranchisement in primarily red districts. And, of course, you add in that hot map, that heat map that we talked about in the beginning of the show. You got even more proof, not just evidence. Next point, uncounted door uh, door three for ballots were commingled with already tabulated ballots. There is strong reason to believe the actual number of door ballots, uh, door three ballots, is far greater than the reported 16,724. And by the way, as long as there's a lawsuit going, you can't destroy anything. 
Next one, Katie Hobbs and Stephen Richer both colluded with the federal government to censor constituents. This is true as backed up and validated by the Twitter files as well. And not only that, but an active, legisl- uh, an active case going on in Missouri and Louisiana right now. This election interference uh, is a violation of the First Amendment. The next one, conflicts of interest. Conflicts of interest. How many of them? Well, Bill Gates, who is on the Maricopa Board of Supervisors, spent the last two years obstructing every election uh, integrity effort in Arizona and contributed to the PAC that sought to undermine America First candidate. Stephen Richer formed and used a well-funded PAC to defeat Carrie Lake, also on the supervisory board. Katie Hobbs, current Secretary of State, who ran for governor, governed her own election. Stephen Gallardo, he is now a member of Katie Hobbs' transition team, also part of the supervisory board. Runbeck whistleblowers said nearly 300,000 ballots had zero chain of custody, violation of state law, and Maricopa County adds the 25,000 ballots after election day. Moving on to the next point, video footage, firsthand accounts, and expert testimony directly contradict Maricopa County officials' public statements deliberating, attempting to downplay these events. These points are all thoroughly supported by the affidavits and the whistleblowers within the system and backed by written expert testimony. All of this is in the um, all of this is in the election, the, the lawsuit, ladies and gentlemen. And I didn't get a chance to really break this down earlier, so I wanted to break it down piece by piece so you understood how important this really is and how strong this lawsuit actually is. In addition to skillfully laid out details of a completely botched election, The lawsuit also names Secretary of State Katie Hobbs as a corrupt operator who successfully silenced her political enemy's freedom of speech by demanding Twitter take down their tweets, which were critical of Katie Hobbs. But the truth, the relief sought includes throwing out illegal ballots, which would result in Lake's rightful win over Hobbs in the November 8th election or result in a new election conducted in Maricopa County with a special master as administrator. In addition, inspection of the signature signature verified ballots that are highly questionable because of whistleblower's testimony is requested as relief in Carrie Lake's lawsuit. Boom, drop the mic. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. I hope that you take that and share it to the world. Now, I was going to dive deeper into Hunter Biden's lawsuit going on the offense and what that means. We'll get to that tomorrow. And we'll also get tomorrow to uh, the likelihood of, of the Supreme Court taking on Brunson versus Alman Ad, uh, Alma Adams, which would completely nullify the 2020 election. Okay? So we'll get to that tomorrow. We'll carry those over till tomorrow. But before we go, ladies and gentlemen, I want to play, leave you with a smile, as always. I always want to leave you with a smile. And leaving you with a smile means... Where's that video? Do we have that? There it is. Leaving you with a smile means leaving you with a little video from our friend, our very own LFA TV member, Sean Farish, the best by far Trump impersonator on planet Earth. If you didn't see him and just heard him, you'd think it'd be Donald Trump. But ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and play this video from Sean Farish at a Walmart right now. Here we go. Okay, I'm at Costco and I'm auditioning Costco, to be I mean. Sleepy Joe's newest nuclear waste guru. Do you think it looks good on me? Look at that, like Sam Britton. It's a beautiful thing. Don't I look fantastic as a nuclear waste guru in a dress? A man in a dress, that's what it takes. Looks like he's been exposed to nuclear waste, Sam Britton. And you know what's funny about this? If I bought it, I wouldn't be stealing it like he steals all of his clothes. <laughs> but I'm going to be the next nuclear waste guru of the Biden administration because I look pretty in a dress. 
Sam Brinton is a disgrace, believe me. Sam Brinton is a disgrace, believe me. Gotta love Sean Farish. Always bringing a smile to our face. Folks, there's so much more to go uh, to talk about. There's so much more to dive into, but we're going to have to carry it over until tomorrow. Remember, 9 a.m., the new Rise Up podcast. Not going to want to miss that. I know it comes on early, but I promise you it is definitely definitely worth it okay so make sure you check out that and again if you can please go back and rumble all of our lfa tv shows get us on that rumble leaderboard in the top 10 all you have to do is rumble the same amount you do here to all the other shows and boom we're there we take over and do not forget anything that you order on jeremyherald.com by the 19th of this month you will get by christmas or at least that's what the uh, shipping is telling us. If you order by the 19th and check this out, I want to tell you this. Amanda Collins, she made these specifically for the LFA family. So whatever she sells, we're going to send her money. This is the limited Trump Bear 2024 limited edition coffee mug. These things are solid. They're big. They are awesome. Amanda Collins made them. She sent them to us. We're going to sell them. We're going to send her the money whether she likes it or not because she works hard on these. So check them out and check out everything else too. Ladies and gentlemen, remember there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for the rumbles. Thank you for the conversation. Thank you for the dialogue. Thank you for the disagreements. It's always good when we can talk things out, but we all finish together and we all have the same goal. I love you. Keep your families close. Keep your friends close. Keep a smile on your face and no matter what, keep sharing and spreading the gospel. I'll see you at 9 a.m. everybody. Peace.